Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and we are continuing on in our series, The Right Kind of Faith. And I've titled this little session, The Line of Saving Faith. Where is the line of saving faith? Well, let's start with some biblical presuppositions. Number one, faith can be described. Number two, the object of biblical saving faith is the Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, Personal assurance is the birthright of every believer. Number four, there is such a thing as false assurance and being deceived. I mean, after all, many will say, Lord, Lord. Number five, there is a credible faith in contrast to a hypocritical faith. Number, <coughs> excuse me, number six, there is such a thing as self-examination to see if you are in the faith. Number seven, there is a line where everything short of real saving faith leaves off and where true saving faith begins. A person is either in Christ or out. There is no in-between. Note, biblically, believers will not habitually practice sin and rebellion as do unbelievers. Repeatedly, we are told to not be deceived on this matter. 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Do you not know? that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God, do not be deceived. Ephesians 5, 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And then in 1 John 3, 7. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. Questioning the line. Number one, how serious or sincere must one's faith be? Number two, what exact type of character, nature, and quality does saving faith assume? Number three, can faith be determined in terms of degree or kind? Number four, how much can a believer sin? Number five, how long can a believer continue in sin? Number six, where does head knowledge leave off and a salific relationship begin? Number seven, can one discern between a worshiping Cain and a worshiping Abel? Number eight, can one discern between a betraying Judas and a denying Peter? And number nine, can one discern between a fallen David and those who do not have the spirit? Ultimately, only God knows the line. Determining one's questionable spiritual status with absolute certainty is impossible. The wheat and the tares grow together, and in the end, only God can ultimately separate them. When people profess one thing and seemingly walk another, only God can absolutely know which side of the line they are on. Concerning fringe people, only God knows where that line is and who is where in relation to it. Judgment Day will reveal all. Are you in the faith? Number one, if a person is not serious and they are not sure, or at least they shouldn't be. Number two, personal assurance is the work of the Holy Spirit. Number three, we are not the final judge, but we are to be concerned fruit inspectors. Christ said you'll know them by their fruits. Number four, saving faith is most clearly identified in the spiritual fruit it produces, and it is expected that all saints will bear some fruit on some level. Number five, 
Theological textbook cases may show it is impossible for man to determine exactly where a fringe person is at, but the norm in Scripture is to draw a clear contrast in the distinction between a believer's life and that of the unbeliever. Number six, if godly men and women in the body of Christ question and wonder about whether a person is really saved, then that person is living way too close to the line, practically speaking, and perhaps are on the wrong side of the line. Number seven, the gate is a lot more narrow than most people suspect. It's as narrow as saving faith in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's consider counterfeit faith, the reality of counterfeit faith. Number one, there is such a thing as a credible profession of faith. Number two, there is such a thing as an incredible, that is ridiculous, profession of faith. And number three, there is such a thing as a questionable profession of faith. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows. The Lord knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Do you name the name of the Lord? Is He your Lord? Let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. This is the acid test.